0: What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. And just like Joe Friday used to say, just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Your host, Ashley Weller.
1: (laughs) Just the facts. That's what today's podcast is all about. This is the quickie with what's your position. Just a short little jaunt down statistic lane. I'm going to sling facts at you, make sure you know the biz of sex, get you educated, get you nice and ready for our first guest that we have coming up, and talk to you about some, I don't know, kind of scary facts, but also some pretty great facts that I learned. Last week, we heard that I guessed a man's average penis size is six inches and worldwide I was told that that was incorrect it's five and a half well ladies and gentlemen of the United States you will be happy to hear that it's much larger here in the States it's very interesting I also have something I want y'all to guess
0: wait hold on a second is that good though is it? Because, you know, the guys that got the big hogs, like, it doesn't matter to them. But, you know, the three to five-incher guys, they mm. want that number to go down.
1: They do. Then up. It's nicer for them when it's a lower number. But the if it's the average, that means that more people have this size oh, than Oh, I get not.
0: you. I mean, I'm all Team USA all the way. I'm glad yep. that we're... Uh, I mean, the
1: USA is boasting. I mean, I can tell you the stat right now, or I can let you wait.
0: What, what, it's your it's your show. The Team
1: USA is boasting six and a half to seven inches on average. That's what I'm talking about. That's a beefy... Now, what they don't say is girth. Yeah, okay. So is it a six to seven inch pencil dick or is it a six to seven inch baby arm? I'm sure we... Baby we this music down. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's my question to pose to the listeners. Everyone pay attention. There will be a quiz at the end of the episode how many millennials say they would give up sex for the internet? 30%, 50%, 65%, or 87%? Millennial
0: is 86 to, what is it? like?
1: Millennials are anyone who was born from 1984. Oh. Through 1999, I think. Look it up. Producer, give me that numbers again. Thirty percent, fifty percent, sixty-five percent, or eighty-seven percent. What percentage of millennials would give up sex for a year in exchange for access? To the internet I think it's pretty
0: high uh, Wikipedia says Millennials known, also known as Generation Y or simply Gen Y are demographic blah 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 following Gen X and preceding Gen Z da, 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 da. starting birth rates in the mid 90s and 2000s with 81 to 96 a wide accepted defining range for generations okay. so 81 to 96
1: 81 to 96 so I, me and <clears> you I hate being a millennial I do too I'm actually quite upset about it which is why um, I said 1984
0: I'm gonna say it's, it's the, the the. Am I the listener? Am I the one guessing? I guess
1: everyone's <laughs> guessing.
0: Everyone's at, at home right Everyone now. Everyone
1: at home is guessing, but you will always guess. Okay. Um, you can guess now or you can guess later.
0: No, yes, no it's guess just, now. Guess now. Do we, it. We're going through them. Is yeah. this kind of like a test, like last week? No, bit?
1: it's just one stat. Oh, just oh. the one I found the most interesting.
0: Gotcha. Uh, sixty-five.
1: Okay. I'll let you know. Okay. Oh. Sorry, you don't get to know right away. I'm not going to blow my wad in the first five Damn. minutes. Come on. Okay. All right. First stats we're going to go through are a little sad, little upsetting. They're about teenagers. They come from the CDC, Centers for Di- Disease Control and Prevention. I love, I love the CDC. Their website, unofficial sponsor, <laughs> CDC. They have such extensive statistics as far as human sexuality is concerned, sex education. Anything you could want. And they also put out a youth and sex education survey uh, every two years, I believe. And this one was from 2018. So. Pretty recent. Pretty recent. 30% of teens who responded to this survey said they have never spoken to their parents about sex. Wow. That upset me. That's pretty high. Quite a bit. 30%, especially in this day and age. Sadly, 40% of teenagers are reporting that they are having sexual intercourse in high school. So between the ages of 15 and 18, 40% are having sex, which isn't surprising to me. Mm. But it makes me sad that 30% of those kids aren't talking to their parents. So... I'm not upset that these kids are having sex in high school because the average age a kid loses their virginity is 16 to 17 years old. You're in high school. Your hormones are raging. That's when you're exploring. That's when you're discovering yourself. I get it. That's when you're in high school. It's not your fault that high school landed at that age. People weren't in high school back in the 1800s at the age of 17. They were out getting married and having babies. It's not our fault that we want to fuck at 16. What sucks is that their parents aren't discussing this with them. They want their babies to stay virgins forever. Newsflash. Not happening. 10% of teenagers who are having sex are having sex with more than four sexual partners. What? Bro! Well, 10% is pretty low, but it's still like... Still! When you're 15 to 18, you have more than four sexual partners? Like, and then 50% don't use condoms. Of course. Which brings me to my last sad teenager statistic for the day. Half of all new STI cases in the United States, which is approximately 10 million a year, 20 million is the new, is the new cases, but half of that would be 10 for all of you math whizzes out there. <laughs> half of all new STI cases in the United States are in people between the ages of 15 and 25. So... We could reduce that number if, A, we start talking to our kids about sex, B, we acknowledge that they are sexual beings probably around the age of 15 to 16, and C, we introduce them to safe sex practices like using condoms. We can drop that 10 million number down, way, way down. I'd like to see that condom usage number go up, I'd like to see that talking to parents number go up, and I'd like to see the STI number go down. Okay. Next set of statistics comes from Skin Condoms and Amp Agency, which is a digital marketing and advertising agency. And they did an extensive sexual education survey in 2017, looking at over 5,000 men and women between the ages of 18 to 34 across all 51 states, 50 including Washington, one including Washington, D.C., poor Washington, (laughs) D.C., Such a sad little district.
0: It really is for how small but it really, is.
1: God, I wish it was more like you know involved. Um, okay, they'd like it's you a to, swamp. It's a swamp. They'd like you to know that getting married is not the end of your sex life. Did you know that forty-two percent of married people surveyed said they have sex several types uh, several times a week, compared to twenty percent of singles. So if you're single. You're not getting busy multiple times a week. But if you're married, apparently you're getting busy all the time. So hey, go married people. That's me. Whoop, whoop. About 70% of millennials say they have sex at least once a week. And 36% say they have sex multiple times a week. But as you age, that gets better. 55% of 30 to 34-year-olds get it on multiple times a week, which is a lot. Y'all are getting busy out there. I love it. Okay. Producer? Yes, ma'am. Have you ever had a one-night stand?
0: Um, <clears throat> I mean, does it have to be someone I don't know?
1: No, it's someone you know, but you never talk to him again. Oh. Well, kind of. Okay. Kind of. Yeah. I have. If you're a millennial, the odds are good that you are one of the sixty-one percent who have had a one-night stand. Thirty-one percent have had multiple one-night stands. Seventy hmm. percent of males reported that the one-night stand was good, compared to fifty-three percent of women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is great. I mean, they're not. I mean, you have a one-night stand; it's pretty great. You get some, then you're done. I have two in mind, and they're yeah,
0: they're both pretty good, but they were like. F- friends of mine i
1: guess so you still talk to him
0: Kinda. but you
1: never hooked up again no that's still considered a one night stand i okay. feel like there you yeah go. well then that increases the number of one night stands I Boom. Have. all right so speaking of one night stands using a condom during a one night stand is a must because you do not know that person's sexual history one night stand uh-uh, excuse me with the exception of knowing the person and being friends with them and maybe having a one night stand with them more than once one night stands really, you should be using condoms. Um, And the older we get, the less we use them, which is really kind of a bummer. 59% of 18 to 24 year olds say they used condoms compared to only 44% of 30 to 34 year olds, which is nuts because we just said People have more sex in their 30s, so you should probably be using more condoms unless you have found your lobster. That one person. That one person that you want to be with and love and and take care of forever. Let's talk about masturbation. (laughs) Masturbation, self-love, taking care of yourself. Uh, You might think the number is 100%. But actually, out of those people surveyed, only about 88% of people say that they masturbate. 94% of men masturbate, 35 of them do it daily, and 60% do it several times a week. 35% of men say they masturbate every day. Good for you. Get that self-love, man. That's awesome. In women... 83% of women masturbate. I'm so proud of you guys because back in the 60s and the 70s when Kinsey did his huge sex study, women did not admit to masturbating, even though they probably were. It was down in like the, I don't know the exact number, down in the 30s or the 40 percent. It was really, really low. So the fact that in today's day and age, in today's world, millennials feel super comfortable about talking about masturbation, 83% of women masturbate, 12% do it every day. 31% Thirty-one percent do it several types of t- several times a week. Speaking of masturbation, talking about lube, everyone needs to use lube, whether it's with yourself or with a partner. Makes everything better. It helps make sure that maintain that you are not tearing anything. It makes sure that everyone's having a good time. Sometimes there's not enough lubrication down there. You really need to make sure um, that you are keeping everyone happy, making everyone feel good. And apparently, just because you are less likely to use a condom when you're older, you are more likely to use lube. Only 44% of young adults in their 20s use lube, but 50% of people in their mid-30s use lube. Now, let me tell you right now, people in your 20s, I'm going to give you a piece of wisdom, a a piece of advice that I wish someone would have given me. Go to Costco. Go to Sam's Club get yourself a vat of Astroglide and just keep just buy like four or go on Amazon and buy them in bulk put them in that um, rotating cart that you have you can do like a marketplace buy where it all it comes to you every month Lube is your friend you want lube we love lube all the time get a slip and slide pour lube on the slip and slide and have a party with your friends it's great everyone should invest in lube
0: there's a lube company listening. We'd love to be sponsored by a lube company.
1: Unofficial too. sponsor Astroglide for all or, your lube
0: needs. Or KY, or any of
1: them. Wet. Wet's a good one.
0: That's that's one.
1: Yeah, it's called Wet. It's that, great.
0: I've never heard of it.
1: It's and all lube should be water based. You don't want any oil based lubrication. Now, any lube that you get for a condom or for sex is going to be water based. But just an FYI, olive oil. Um, baby oil or lotions. While that may be good when you're rubbing one out for yourself, Vaseline, great for the, great for the hand job, great for the self-satisfaction, not good when you're with a partner and terrible with condoms. It'll eat right through that latex and that condom won't work anymore. So be careful with that. Water-based lubricant people. All right. Pornography. This is a fun one. It's not what you think it is. It's not how many people watch porn. It's how many people watch porn with their partner. Hmm. What do you think?
0: Uh, it's probably more when they're older. Oh, I was like, my throat just kind of burped. No, you're itself. fine. These?
1: Well, what are we drinking, Robert? Oh, yeah. What are we drinking?
0: This is an unofficial sponsor. Well, I don't, I don't actually
1: think I want this to be an unofficial sponsor.
0: No. Let's not even mention them.
1: Okay. Well, we're drinking a seltzer and we're not a fan. And this seltzer is extremely carbonated, and both and him and I it's have
0: from a yellow street. Ooh, nice! That's a that's a. Uh, not a <laughs> it's <laughs> not a rhyme. God damn it! What's it was like a riddle.
1: A riddle. It's from a yellow street brewery. There you go. Mm-hmm. If, if
0: you guys can, if you guys know beer, you'll maybe yeah. that out. Yeah, and
1: it's we're not, not fans. Good. And it it feels like fizzy lifting drinks from Willy Wonka. I feel like I'm gonna fly up to the ceiling. I'm very carbonated and very belchy. Yeah. My apologies. Um, It is 26% of millennials have incorporated porn with their partners.
0: Well, I guess a lot of them have been grown up with it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, but 26 actually sounded low to me. I would have thought it would have been more. Yeah. Right? I don't know. All right. It's probably the
0: guys doing it. Oh, sure. Yeah.
1: I'm sure it is. Yeah. Here we go. Favorite positions of millennials for men. You know... It's not just millennials. This, I actually went online and I looked up like four other sites and four other facts about this. And pretty much all men like doggy style. So I thought to myself, why? Why? Why is this the preferred position for men? And again, I did some research and I found out the following Most men say the reason they like doggy styles because they like looking at the girl's ass. <laughs> They just, they like looking at it. They like looking at it from that perspective. They can see their member. They can see her ass. It's visually stimulating. They don't have to look at her face.
0: Well, here's one thing too, is if you think about animals, they all do doggies. So
1: the second reason is because they say it feels naughty or animalistic. Uh Oh, Okay. And the third reason is they say they feel like they can go deeper when they do it doggy style, which makes sense because the curve of the woman, depending on how she's facing and depending on where her back is, it's true. You could probably get in there a little deeper. Girls, I thought, would have said something different. I thought they wouldn't have put doggy style in there, but it's actually third. I
0: always thought that was like... Their favorite, your guys' favorite. No, thing. it okay. is not.
1: Oh, well, then no. what's, what's number one for Number them? one is Missionary, which I disagree with, but that's me. It's Missionary for women, followed by Cowgirl, which for those of you that don't know, is just literally Girl on Top, and then Doggy Style. And mm. um, the reason that women like Missionary is because of the emotional connection. <laughs> this is what I read. And I was like, all right. The reason girls like cowgirl or girl on top is because there's actually more clitoral stimulation, Mm -hmm. which brings me to clitoral stimulation. Most men don't know where the clitoris lives and where it is, but women are more likely to have an orgasm if their clitoris is stimulated. As a matter of fact, based on the Archives of Sex Behavior Study in 2016, 95% 95% of men said they always orgasm during sex, but only 65% of females could say the same. 18% of females can have an orgasm straight from having intercourse sex. Nothing else. Only 18%. That's less than 20%. That's less than one in four women can have an orgasm from sex.
0: What's, why, why is that a problem?
1: Well, because that is... Well, I know it's a problem,
0: but like, why is it a problem?
1: Because typically when two people have sex, the goal is for both of them to achieve an orgasm. Yeah. Right? And we as a society have made that kind of the goal that you see in porn both people come at the same time, which is not a thing. It's like miraculous when that happens. Um, Good for you. If you've been able to time that, you should freaking fly planes for a living or something that involves really serious timing because bravo.
0: Or get into the porn industry. get into the
1: porn industry. Good for you. Um, It's a problem because a lot of men don't realize that women need to be aroused before they have sex. The clitoris is this beautiful muscle that's in the vaginal walls, and when it gets aroused, it actually pulls back and away and goes into itself, into the labia, which helps stimulation during intercourse but sometimes when people just go at it and have sex the clitor- clitoris is exposed and it's actually not it doesn't feel good it actually is irritating and then the woman can't have moisture which means there's no lube which means it doesn't feel good which means the clitoris doesn't get stimulated and she doesn't have an orgasm from having intercourse whereas if there is a little bit of foreplay beforehand or the clitoris is stimulated during intercourse that woman is more likely to achieve orgasm. Now, if a woman can't achieve orgasm, which we are going to talk about in the future, there are other ways that people can be stimulated. So the most arousing body part on individuals, for women, 34% of them say nipples are the most arousing body part. 28% say neck. This one shocked me. 15% say butt. Get away from my ass. That, I don't want that. Don't touch my butt. Don't pinch it. Don't do nothing. Get away from there. It's not for anybody. As for the men, they say their neck is the most sensitive, followed by their butt. I mm. would really like an explanation on what part of the butt we're talking about. Yeah. They didn't go into detail. It was very disappointing. Adventure Time. It's a good show. It is a good show. Most majority of millennials are not dabbling in experimental sex which I might add is a little upsetting in my opinion. What was the the percentage? Sorry? It just says the majority. 89% of men and women report engaging in vaginal sex only.
0: Okay.
1: (sighs) So you're not having oral sex. Oh, okay. You're not having anal sex, but you're also not doing any sort of BDSM or role play or having sex in different locations. You're
0: disappointed in people that they're not doing this? I am. Oh, okay.
1: Slap some ass. All right. Get some handkerchiefs. Tie them up. Blindfold them. <laughs> Eat some food off of somebody. Change it up.
0: All right. She's telling you, Professor Weller.
1: Outside She's the box. Giving you homework. 78% of millennials have had sex in the living room. Woo. good for you. The,
0: does a den count?
1: <laughs> a den counts. A den oh, counts. I'm in there. All right. 64% have had it in the car
0: you know is, is this oral or is this this like is vaginal vaginal sex mm. okay. not me
1: i'm in that it's 49 in the kitchen i'm there 25 mm. percent in a laundry room the shit does tide turn you on <laughs> dryer sheets make you hey, horny you
0: know, lav- yeah lavender fabric sheets <laughs> matter, they all smell good They do, dude Myers. you know what Myers? oh yeah oh. target brand is, target doesn't make that doesn't it? No, it's like a fancy boutique oh. soap and laundry detergent. That's an that's an unofficial sponsor. Unofficial
1: Meyer, like their hand soap. Oh, my
0: dude, God, lavender and basil. Okay, anyway,
1: get out of here with that. Twenty-two percent have had sex in public. Done. Been there.
0: Like, are people watching?
1: It just says in public. Okay. Not in my situation. Okay. Have you? Uh, no. Okay. Seventy-four in the bathtub or shower. That should be one hundred percent. What is wrong with all of you? I'm, I've never done that, maybe. Oh! Yeah. My God.
0: I, I blame all of my girlfriends in my past. I'm, I'm actually blaming, really upset. I'm blaming all of you. Mm. That's not on me. What kind is, but yeah.
1: I'm upset. Yeah. And 20% have had sex on the beach. I've had sex in all of those places. Yeah, that sounds awful. It's not. It's actually incredible.
0: Uh, fuck sand.
1: No, it wasn't in the sand. It was on a lifeguard tower. Fuck sand. All right. Do you know the most common day of the year that millennials are having sex
0: like average like the, the day of the week or like actual day
1: like a celebratory day
0: i'm mean, gonna guess it's around a holiday so like christmas new year's fourth of july
1: it's their birthday 80 oh. percent of millennials have sex on their birthday oh i thought uh valentine's day valentine's day too. valentine's day is 73 percent yeah which is weird whatever 57% of millennials have have sexted 11% do so hey, seven times several times a week F- sending 50% ha- 57 almost 60% of millennials have sexted which Th- means that- sending a sexy photo or text to someone with the intent of arousing them
0: that seems low to me that
1: seems extremely low to yeah. me yeah and 11% do so multiple times a week okay Uh, When it comes to sexting, 49% have sent a nude picture. Be careful with this. Oh, yeah. The person you're sending that nude picture to has the ability to send that anywhere. You need to make sure, A, that you are asking for consent. Do you want me to send you a picture of my boobs? Do you want me to send you a picture of my penis? Because sometimes we get these photos and we don't want these photos. It's not appropriate. Sometimes people get dick pics and it's really upsetting.
0: I'm going to, yeah, stop you there. It's the dick pics. I'm, I guarantee you, any guy that gets an unsolicited tit pic.
1: But consent should go both ways. If I'm imagine. asking for it, then no, you, I you it. should be asking.
0: Absolutely. Right? But I'm, I'm also sure saying, I, guys. I hear
1: you. Are, <laughs> I'm sure that if I asked a guy, can I send you a picture of my boobs? 99.9% of guys would say, sure. But I guarantee you, if you polled women, most of them don't want to see anyone's dick.
0: Oh, I don't... Yeah, I don't get it.
1: I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Now... Dicks aren't pretty. My husband sends me dick pics, and I'm totally fine with it. That's... Yeah, if you're
0: married, that's like your own thing.
1: Right. If you're married and... And your husband sends you a dick pic, that's you've already consented. That's what the, happens when you get married. If you're doing you this sign on
0: that. Tinder or, no, get out of here. or even grinder.
1: Hey, how are you? Here's get my dick. It. No. 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 And then know that if you're sending naked pics to somebody, that person can upload them into the universe of the world, even if you say please don't do that. So really be responsible about what you're sending. If you want to send a sexy message, great. If you want to call somebody, video chat with somebody, awesome. But sending something that's out there forever, especially in social media today, especially in the world we live in, just be really, really careful about who you're sending even to. Even on like
0: Snapchat, even though they like delete it, people can do Snapchat. They snap.
1: can screenshot and, it, and that, they can record what's on their phone.
0: And it, yeah, it tells you that somebody did it, you know that? Yeah. So what? Yeah.
1: What are you going <laughs> to do? They still have it. You sent it. Yeah. yeah. You need to be responsible for what you're sending. Yeah. All right. Here is the question we asked at the beginning. How many millennials, what percentage of millennials said that they would give up sex for the internet for an entire year? Okay, just to put this in perspective, we've been in quarantine for 62 days. Okay, that's not even a third of the year. Would you give up sex? And sex is implied, they they say that sex means masturbation too. okay. There's uh, I wasn't no going to say anything. I thought there was going to be a self, loophole there. No self-gratification. There is no sex <laughs> okay. in the champagne room. Gotcha. No sex for 365 the, the days. The hand
0: pain room.
1: <laughs> the hand pain room. No DJ diddles either. How many millennials would give up sex for the internet for an entire year? 30%, Just, mm-hmm. 50%, mm-hmm.
0: 65%, 87%. Well, now that you added masturbation, I'm thinking I'm going to take my... Uh, 65 and go up to 80 that they'll give up sex for the internet
1: it's 65 okay damn i know you should have stayed with yeah 65 percent of millennials would give up sex including masturbation for a whole year for the internet
0: but see here's the thing okay
1: that doesn't make sense to me
0: i would say yes on that because the internet is everything it's you know a lifeline it's everything
1: but then you're on the internet and there's porn
0: okay but Who's going to regulate that?
1: Well, no. I mean, it's just a question. It's obviously not real. And
0: and you know, at least dudes, if you don't do it for a long time, your body just does it for you. So we'll have some wet dreams throughout the year.
1: Girls, it does it for us, too. Oh, They're called sex dreams, and they happen to a lot of people. There you go. They're What's pretty
0: up? great. It, it'll suck, but it'll, it'll work it out Yeah, it'll
1: work itself out. <laughs> uh, okay. Those are my sex facts for the day. Those are the statistics that I chose to share with you for the first quickie. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. We are going to be back with a full frontal episode. Oh, uh, Maybe. what, uh, uh, uh. next week, we're going to have a guest. I haven't decided girls. who yet. I have many, many a people that want to come on and talk on my show, hang out with me. I hope you're all being kind to one another. I hope you're all being safe and staying sexy. Make sure that you check out... What's your position podcast on Instagram? You can always email me at what'syourpositionpodcast at gmail.com. Send me questions, send me suggestions. What do you want to hear about on the next quickie? What fact would you like to know? This is Ashley Weller. Stay kind, stay safe, stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represent the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe and stay sexy.